all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Powered by Overtime Media. The Saints select defensive end Peyton Turner. Welcome in to another draft episode here at the Houdat Discussion. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Galata. You could follow me on Twitter at Andrew Galata. And then also, you could follow the podcast on Twitter at the Houdat Dis. And the first round pick for the Saints is in. And it's defensive end Peyton Turner from Houston and this is a very interesting one to say the least the Saints get a defensive end with JOK Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa still on the board he ended up falling um and now into the second round he was not drafted here on day one but this pick I mean it's surprising no one had this on the radar to me Turner was more of a second round pick I think he's a solid prospect and and I like that's why I don't want to like you know knock the pick completely um, I think he's actually a really solid prospect. He's very athletic, kind of reminds you a little bit of Marcus Davenport, you know, just the way that he's extremely athletic, very high raw athletic score. You know, he's got kind of a lot of great intangibles, just hasn't put him all together quite yet, but he was a really fast riser. His draft projection was in round two. His NFL compa- comparison by NFL.com was Preston Smith. Look, he's a 10 sack guy. I mean, that's definitely a great comparison for him, but he was definitely more of a round two prospect. And I don't know if he would have fell all the way to 60, but I think he would have probably went in probably the 40s, you know, maybe 40s or 50s, which I mean, I guess them for the Saints, you could kind of like, oh, if they really wanted him, they couldn't really get him in the second. But he's like, this is a pick you got to hit on because he's a second round prospect right now. That That's not to mean second round prospects, you know, don't work out. You know, like, I mean, look at the Saints. They've been great with second-round prospects, but that's just what I really kind of think he is. He does have flaws, which with the other prospects that were available, like JOK was available. You had Christian Barmore, if you want to go defensive line, still available. Um, You also had um Moore, Rondo Moore still available. You had Elijah Moore still available. So, you know, you, uh, you had a lot of guys still there. And, you know, a lot of guys with, to me, maybe less flaws. Now, the upside, look, if you can get a 10-sack guy in defensive end, you know, on a rookie contract, that's obviously worth more than, you know, some of these other positions. But I mean, when you have more complete players on the board and this team needs complete talent right now, especially with all the holes, it's definitely, you know, I'm not going to call it like completely questionable pick, but it's, it's questionable. I mean, a little bit. And, you know, this is going to put a lot of pressure on Turner to succeed here. And I get the pick because I think a lot of people are really high on Carl Granderson, and he's still an undrafted free agent. To me, that's more of a question mark. Marcus Davenport's a question mark. You don't know what you're getting out of him. And Cameron Jordan's now getting older, and you saw him age and decline a bit last year. Was that just a one-year thing? Or is this kind of going to be a trend where uh, Jordan does you know, kind of get worse and worse throughout the end of his career? It's going to be interesting to see what happens. And there are a lot of holes up there. And then besides Onyemata, you don't have a lot of you know the interior so, you know, it does make sense. And I, I think a lot of people thought that the Saints were to went cornerback. I thought the Saints were going cornerback or linebacker. But I knew that the line was a little shoddy. And I wasn't really comfortable going into this season, you know, with this line, you know, right now. But I thought they'd pick a second round or third round guy. We saw them in one of my mock tracks. I picked Milton Williams, who's a defensive lineman. So I, I thought they would definitely address it. But the first round, you know, they must really see something in Turner who... Um, NFL.com's prospect grade, uh, 6.31. That's that's pretty high. It says he'll be a starter within the first two seasons, which obviously the Saints hope that's true. And, you know, if you get that high of a pick, 
um, you know, uh, you know, he's a starter, you know, you're hoping from day water close to that. And, you know, we're going to see how that all works out. He should definitely at least be in the rotation. And, you know, now with the Saints, you're stacked at defensive end and you're stacked with a lot of first, second round talent. Everybody in that room's first or second round talent. They got to succeed. They got to be a top five group. And I know that's a high bar, but you have Cameron Jordan, who's all pro first round pick, 10 sack, 15 sack guy, whatever you want to call that. Davenport's your two first. He's got to come through. You know, you have now Turner, who's a first round pick. Uh, Tamo Passigno, he was a second round pick for the Chiefs. And then also you have Carl Granison, who obviously is an undrafted free agent, but you have a lot of talent there. You know, you have four top two round picks, three first round picks on that line. It has to come through. And then interior is a little, you know, you have a little less star studded, but I really mean the edges. The edges have to dominate. And if you can dominate on the edges, that'll help your back end a lot. And so I do understand the pick from that end. I mean, it's just, you know, in a very weak defensive end class was Peyton Turner, the guy, you know, is really interesting. He was ranked number 42 in Daniel Jeremiah's top, you know, 100 prospects. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think he would have probably went 40. He wouldn't have, I think, got to 60. So maybe the Saints just felt like instead of moving up, let's pick him here. You know, he's kind of the best guy on our board right now. He's our best available. I think that's the most interesting thing. I mean, one of his biggest strengths here on NFL.com is that he has plenty of upside left for continued development. Obviously, you know, Ryan Nielsen, who's just a great defensive line coach. Maybe that's something they saw in him. Um, He fits that 4-3, you know, uh, system perfectly, which is great. He has perfect, you know, Saints size, Saints athleticism, 6'5", 270. He fits right in there with him. Very athletic person. Kind of reminds me a lot of Davenport in these ways. Like, just like he has everything. He says to put it all together. And those guys could be the most frustrating. And we're going to see what happens with Turner. But... I mean, you just see it. He has the explosion, which is great to see. He's got great strides. That's great to see. He's got good reaction time, got good athleticism. You just see all the athletic things. He's got the agility. You know, he's been learning how to stop the run really well. And he's a guy that could set the edge, in my opinion, once he learns the technique, I think a little better. He's got loose hips, like every single, you know, athletic thing he's got down. And the one thing that Nick Underhill said, he's like every, you know, first round pick for the Saints always has a high raw athletic score, RAS, always over nine. And that continues with Peyton Turner, who's has an over nine score there. So that's just kind of to me what this pick was. I mean, you know, you're going to get a guy to me kind of reminds me of Davenport a little bit. And you're hoping this one works out more and you're hoping Turner doesn't get hurt and like all that stuff. I mean, it's going to be kind of interesting how that all works out. I mean, according to um, an AFC scouting director said I wanted to keep him a secret after I saw him last year, but that didn't happen. He's going to become a force. So that's obviously a good thing for the Saints. I mean, I, I do think he's a guy that. It's just, he's not a question mark because I, I think he's going to come up in here and, you know, produce. He just kind of reminds me a lot of Marcus Davenport. And look, I didn't watch any tape on him. I'm not going to say like, you know, I've been watching Peyton Turner all the time, but he just seems like a guy that, you know, just looking at his measurables, looking at his statistics, looking at, you know, multiple, not just NFL.com, but multiple, you know, kind of draft scouting, you know, uh, reports. That's just sees like the type of player he is. And there, and there was a report that came out earlier today that Peyton Turner was seen as a high riser and he's going to go in the first round and it ended up the Saints were that team. And to me, that is really interesting to see how that all works out. You know, you have the athletics, all that athletic stuff is there. And when you have someone with all the athletic stuff, the Saints probably feel like they can put it together with Ryan Nielsen. And, you know, you have another player with Marcus Davenport, very similar. You have another player with Temo Passigno, who's very similar. You could probably put Carl, Carl, Carl Granderson in that same place. You have so many athletic guys that have, you know, just a ton of potential. I mean, who's going to come through? And I'm going to put high expectations on this group because now you have just, you have the talent, you have the draft capital there, you have the athleticism, 
it's got to be a top five group and that'll help, you know, definitely shield your other worries at cornerback and linebacker, which you're going to have to, you know, really address tomorrow. I think cornerbacks are number one. They're probably gonna have to move up. I mean, Asante Samuel, I think him or, you know, maybe another guy has to be on this team. And, you know, I, I do think Samuel in the second round will be a really solid pick. You put Richard Sherman with him. I, I think you can really grow uh, that tandem really well, but that's just kind of, you know, what I'm thinking there. I mean, after the Saints, I mean, just going to like a little, you know, pre and post, you know, who was on the board, who just came right off the board for the Saints. So who just came off the board in the last few picks, it was uh, Travis Etienne for the Jaguars, who was picked at 25. Then you had Greg Newsom at 26. That was the player I was holding off for. To me, I honestly feel like the Saints were probably targeting Newsom. He got picked, and then they pivoted to alignment instead of they, – they always do that. Some skill position player they really want gets picked a little early, and then they pivot to line. Happens always. Happened last year. And, you know, because they wanted Kenneth Murray. Kenneth Murray gets picked the, you know, one before them, and then they pivot to Ruiz. Here you have Newsom get picked two before them. You pivot to the lineman in Turner, who you feel like has a lot of upside. That's just kind of how I feel like, um, you know, this this draft kind of turned out for the Saints. I bet they wanted to move up so they can pick a guy like, you know, uh, Farley or Newsom, which I really wanted them to get. But it takes two to tango, and that's kind of the biggest thing. And obviously, you know, just the values weren't there. And, and we'll hear what, you know, Sean Payton has to say if that comes out now or a little later. Um, it's going to be really interesting just to see, you know, how that all works out. And, you know, I, I feel like, you know, when looking at Turner, I do think – He's a guy with a lot of intangibles and that pick, just looking at the guys around him. I mean, I, I honestly do think that's what happened. You had a guy you really wanted to Newsom go off the board and they pivoted to alignment as they always do. And then after Turner, you had another cornerback, Eric Stokes, come off the board from Georgia, who's pretty solid in my mind. You have Gregory Rousseau, the defensive end from Miami. You have Jason Owe, the, the outside linebacker, edge rusher from Penn State. And then you have Joe Try on the outside linebacker, pass rusher from Washington. So the Saints obviously started that defensive lineman kind of, you know, just push at the end of the first round here. That means JOK falls out um, of the first round. And I think that's going to be a big question mark. Whoever he goes to, you know, wherever he ends up at either, you know, the 30s or the 40s, it's, it's a steal. It's such a steal because he's such a good player. And he's just he's going to just fill in right there and be a great player wherever he ends up. And if I'm the Saints, I'd probably try to trade up. I'd probably try to trade up to get JOK if you can get him here in the second round. Um, and if you can't get him, then you go to Asante Samuel. I, I would definitely try to trade up. I think the Saints will end up trading up. Usually first round, they're very, very... It's like the, all the reports come out that they're going to trade up and they end up don't. But that, that's just kind of how you know this kind of worked out for the Saints. We are going to take a quick break, very, very quick. And then when we come back, we're just going to talk about kind of a little of the weaknesses to Turner's game and just maybe how he fits in a little more with the Saints team. You are listening to the Who Dat Discussion Podcast. Welcome back into the Who Dat Discussion. We're going to talk all first round draft here with the Saints as they selected Peyton Turner, the defensive end from Houston we talked about all of the strengths from him kind of what was the same strategy was it looked like looked like they pivoted looked like they wanted Newsom Newsom gets picked at 26th the Saints pivot then in two picks later and pick the lineman and the Saints always pick lines and you know you can say it over and over again and you know you can kind of have it like always like oh the Saints always pick lines Saints always pick lines and then they see you see big worries at other skill positions they go back to the lines. They like to beat the lines. And to be quite honest with you, good teams are built at the line. But you just have to hit on those picks. 
And two years ago, you didn't really hit on the pick yet with Davenport. And that's what worries you. Like for me, like it's not that they went defensive end or defensive um, line, because I I do think that needs to be, you know, definitely worked out. And I think they have to add guys, you know, to that um, to that area. But I mean, again, I feel like when you have a guy like JOK on the board, you know, you have other guys on the board. You know, you have wide receivers, a lot of wide receivers on the board, um, you know, with Elijah Moore, Rondell Moore. It, it just it's a little interesting to say the least. But again, I feel like when looking at Turner, you see kind of a lot of the stuff there. You see the athleticism. You see why the Saints wanted him. He's a very Saints defensive end. He is big. He is athletic. He's got all the intangibles to become a great edge rusher. Run and pass both both sides, uh, rushing the passer and stopping the run. And now it's just like, is he going to do it? And we went over his strengths. Now it's kind of the weaknesses. And it's really just all technique stuff. It's like, um, you know, it's it's the base. It's like sometimes his center of gravity is very, very high because he's 6'5", 270. His power rush can stall a little bit. His hand technique isn't the best. Um, he does have a knee and foot injury in the background of his career as well. Um, you know, just like counter rushes, like trying to make counter moves, not the best at that either. He's just, to me, a pretty raw player. And th- that doesn't mean that can't change. I think it will change. Like, this is the stuff you can develop. But, you know, you see a guy like Davenport really hasn't developed it yet. That scares you. But they're two different players. That's why I think it's unfair to kind of, you know, um, compare these two guys with Turner and then also Davenport. But to me, they are very similar, very, you know, large athletic players that can really work in the the 4-3. I mean, I know NFL.com comps him to Preston Smith, but to me, it's really similar. And, you know, he's got the bend, though. He's got the agility. It's just going to be really interesting. His footwork, technique, center of gravity, that's the stuff he's going to have to work on. That's why I have Ryan Nielsen, who's probably one of the best defensive line coaches in all the NFL. And honestly, I think that's all what you can, you know, now hope for this pick. Can Ryan Nielsen and the Saints coaching staff take all of these such plus, plus characteristics, athletic, um, you know, whatever it be, size, physical, can they now mold him into a great defensive end? And they tried that, you know, in 2018 with Davenport. Injuries derailed it so far. We'll see how that works out. Can they do it with Turner? And that's going to be the biggest question here now heading into this 2021 season. But now it's we're going to have to look ahead quickly to round two and three, day two tomorrow. And really just quickly what I want to talk about is the Saints team. They need a cornerback and they need a linebacker. They have three picks tomorrow. Two out of those three should be a cornerback and a linebacker. And if it's not that, the Saints are going to have to sign a free agent, whether that's Richard Sherman or Quan Alexander, whoever it may be. But, you know, it's going to be a very interesting to see how that all works out. But, you know, Peyton Turner, he's a guy that had five sacks last season, 10 and a half sacks for loss that led the team for Houston in 2020. He's a guy that to me is just a prototypical Saints defensive end. I think he would have went 40s probably to me, 40s or 50s. You know, probably 40s, I'd say. He was 42 ranked on Daniel Jeremiah's board. So I'd say around the 40s, the Saints pick him at 28 because they wouldn't have had the chance to pick him in the second round unless they moved up, which would have been very hard. And I bet because they had two corners go off and, you know, really to, to the Saints, probably their top two, um, you know, guys that, you know, were realistic for them, which was Newsom and Farley. And they both went within five picks. Then what do the Saints always do? They pivot to linemen every year. They do it. And, you know, when just going back, you go back to Ruiz, then you go back to McCoy, then you go to Davenport, then you go to Ramchek, <laughs> then you go even beyond that to Pete, to Rankins, the Saints draft linemen, and they've been very successful at it. That, that's why I, I don't want to knock this pick too much, because like 
I would have probably went with JOK if it was up to me, or I would have went to a skill position player, either on offense or defense. But the Saints have had success. I mean, they they have had some success here. They had, they got an all-pro in Ramchek. You got Eric McCoy, who's a really solid offensive line, a lineman. You know, Davenport still yet to be seen. Rankins hmm, didn't work out too much. Andrews Pete's on a second contract. Now everyone likes to rag on him, but he is on a second contract. And you know, look, if he's a top ten guard, that's obviously a hit, you know, for the Saints. And then you know, you even go, you know, beyond that. I I really do think that when looking at the Saints team, they go line and they've hit on a good amount of them, and and they've been big parts of this team, especially O line, D line. You know, I feel like when you look at the last two, I haven't hit as much, but um, we're gonna try to change that <laughs> with Turner right here. So. Definitely really, really interesting. We'll be back for day two to recap all of the day two picks. But for now, I think this will wrap up this episode of the Houdat Discussion. If you like what we're doing here, definitely follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Definitely listen on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, all that fun stuff. And, uh, you know, it's going to be very interesting going forward. But Peyton Turner is the newest member of the New Orleans Saints. Welcome to the Big Easy uh, Peyton should definitely be really fun. I can't wait to see this defensive line because it better be stacked. It better be a top five line getting after quarterbacks. And it should be a line that, to me, especially those edge rushers, quarterbacks should be scared of. But I think with all that said, I want to say thank you guys for watching and listening. Turn it loose and who dat?